College football as we know it is on the brink of change. I'm recording this podcast Thursday afternoon, late afternoon, apparently later tonight. There'll be a bunch of meetings amongst presidents and boards in the Pac-12, conversations going on in the Big Ten. So a lot of change is coming our way, and I want to get my thoughts and predictions on the record before any changes are potentially announced this weekend in college football. So without further ado, let's uh, let's discuss what is going on in college football. The Pac-12. Is it on the brink of extinction? It certainly seems that way, especially after details leaked. Leaked is the wrong word. But as details came out earlier in the week, that the primary option for the Pac-12 right now is a streaming deal with Apple TV that includes escalators and incentives for subscribers. A lot of reports out there that the four corner schools, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, they're they're on the brink of leaving for the Big 12. So let me just start with this. This is what I think is going to happen. I think that Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah will join the Big 12. The Big 12 will go to 16 teams, and they're going to stay at 16 teams for quite some while. And the reason I think that is quite simple. What has every other move in conference realignment primarily been about? The only exception to this is when the Big 12 added BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston, they were backfilling vacancies. They were looking for inventory. They were looking for stability. And that's why they added BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston. That was, that was not a realignment move where the Big 12 sought an opportunity to get more money out of the TV deals. That was about staying alive. And they did exactly what they needed to do a year, uh, two years ago. I can't believe it's already been two years. And they stayed afloat. And then fast forward to the start of the 2023 football season and Colorado gets sick of what the Pac-12 is doing and they come aboard and the Big 12 is in a, in a position of strength. Every other move. USC and UCLA, it was about one thing and one thing only. Money. When Texas and Oklahoma went to the SEC, it was about money. When the SEC added Texas A&M and Missouri. It was about money. When the Big Ten expanded previous to USC and UCLA, when they brought in Nebraska and others, it was about money. And a lot has changed in the early days of realignment to now. And I think the biggest thing that has changed is the secret is out on streaming. And the, and, and the secret, I think for a long time, because we're still very new into what television is going to look like into the future with smartphones and technology. And what I mean by that is the idea of streaming, it felt like it was in uh, an endless gold mine. It was like the gold rush of the 18 whatever in California. It was like, there's no limit to what we can make. We're going to put games on ESPN+. Plus. We're going to put games on Peacock. We're going to put games everywhere. And people will pay for them because they love sports. And 
because of that, we're going to give the Big Ten a billion dollars. SEC this, SEC that. Money, 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 money. Well, it's actually come to pass that streaming is not all that profitable. And a lot of these big companies, ESPN included, have decided we just can't spend a gajillion dollars on streaming rights for the NBA, for the NFL, for college football even. And there's a clear pecking order in sports. NFL, you'll always pay for the NFL. The NFL is proven. It's tried and true. Maybe there is an endless amount of money for the NFL. And then after that, NBA maybe? But everything else is not driving subscriber growth. It's not bringing in the revenue to compete with the rights fees. And because of that, there's a huge shift in what is happening in college football. And look, you got to tip your cap to Brett Yormark and the Big 12 commissioner because he jumped the line and he got in and secured the final spots for the Big 12 in relation to Fox and ESPN. Fox is paying for the Big 12 now. They were paying for the Pac-12. That's not going to be the case anymore, but they're full. Like Between the Big 10 and the Big 12, and look, they only have Fox and FS1. It's not like they have five channels and there's not a huge market to tap into in streaming. They don't have a need and they don't... There's just not a return on investment in paying another $30 million per school to the Pac-12. I thought it was really noteworthy earlier in the summer when the SEC was mulling going to nine conference games. They go to ESPN and they said, hey, we're thinking about going to nine conference games, but if we're going to give you some more good games, we need some more money. And the ESPN said, no, we're not going to pay you more money. To the SEC! If that's the messaging to the SEC, think about what the messaging is to the Pac-12. Think about what the messaging is maybe going to be down the road, too. Like, this might be the most money that these leagues ever get. We'll have to see. But it's kind of feeling that way right now based on the market when it comes to streaming and it comes to linear television. The only way these schools get more money from the TV deals is if streaming takes off, they charge more money or the linear deals become better. I'm not paying more money for my streaming packages. I'm already on the brink of canceling YouTube TV. What YouTube, uh, what YouTube TV was supposed to be when it came out, that's not what it is now. I mean, I was paying $34.99 a month. This was over five years ago, but I got the channels I wanted and nothing more. It was like less than 50 channels, $34.99. I'm paying double that now, and I'm getting a bunch of channels I never even look at. Like, it's, it's essentially linear TV. I'm not going to keep paying more for YouTube TV. I'm not going to pay more for Apple. I'm not going to pay more for Disney and Netflix. Like, at some point, things are going to get cut. Luckily, in the case of Apple, it's a bundle with a bunch of other services that I use. So, I get to enjoy Apple TV, but as a standalone service, I wouldn't pay for it. I want to cut. I mean, right now, I'm paying for YouTube TV, Netflix, Disney+. Plus. Amazon Prime, I mean, something's got to give. This is a lot of streaming. And I know, look, in the case of Amazon, I'm getting more than streaming, but I don't pay for Hulu. I don't pay for Peacock. I don't pay for HBO. 
I don't want to pay for them all. HBO will dabble here and there, one month here, one month there for Hard Knocks, Winning Time. But the market has spoken, and there are just not endless amounts of money coming to these universities. And the Pac-12 is fighting to stay alive, and they're not getting the deal they want, and that's why they're in the predicament they're in. But all indications are, based on what's happened, all these schools have ever cared about in realignment is money. They don't care about the sport. They don't care about regional uh, rivalries. They don't care about loyalty. They don't give a rip about any of it. If they can get significantly more money, they're going to take it. And when you look at the Apple TV deal compared to what the Big 12 is getting, it is significantly more money. To the tune of about $10 million, that's a lot of money in an athletic budget. And because of that, I am predicting that Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State will join the Big 12. With that being said, I don't want to see this happen. And I think the smart play for the remaining nine teams in the Pac-12 is to take that Apple TV deal, add San Diego State, and I would even take it further if it doesn't discourage the payout per school. I would add Boise State. I would add UNLV. I'd get back to 12. You have a good inventory. Maybe that'll play a role down the road. And you add the Vegas market. You add the Boise market. You add the Southern California market. I think there's a lot of college football fans in there that will pay for Apple TV. And maybe you hit some escalators in that deal to get your number closer to the Big 12. And I think the most important thing here is every single school that is thinking of moving utah arizona arizona state you go to the big 12 you are not going to be the top dog it's going to be no different for you than it is in the pac-12 and then for utah i actually think things are about to get harder for them regardless of where they are some people think they go to the big 12 and the utes are just going to be running the show i'm sorry that's not going to happen it's just not going to happen They have been to four consecutive Pac-12 championship games, if memory serves me right. They've won two in a row. Last year, they only got to the game thanks to the Pac-12 abandoning divisions and saying that we're just going to take the two best teams according to this formula, yada, yada, yada. Oregon loses to Oregon State in the last game of the year, and Utah sneaks in. Like... If it had been how it was previously, USC would have represented the South, Oregon would have represented the North, and Utah would not have went to another Rose Bowl. And look, USC, I know they're leaving the conference, but they're getting better. Oregon, the only year Utah ever beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, they had the worst quarterback they've had in a decade. Anthony Brown, a transfer from Boston College. Since then, Bo Nix has been pretty good. They had a Heisman Trophy winner in Marcus Mariota. They never beat him. Like, they have had good quarterbacks, and Oregon is recruiting at such a high level. You are not going to beat Oregon over and over and over again. And if they stay in the Pac-12, and I hope they do, like I just said, they're not going to be beating Oregon year after year after year, going every single year. Like, Utah is at the plateau, and good for them. They took advantage of some down teams that have uh, better recruiting pools than them. They took advantage of a coaching change with Oregon. They took advantage of USC. 
being a complete and utter mess before they brought in Lincoln Riley. They, they took advantage of Washington being down because Chris Peterson, when he left, things fell apart. And good on Utah for doing that. They did something the Arizona schools have never been able to do. Capitalize on those moments when there are windows to sneak ahead teams that are better than you, year in and year out. So credit to them. But this is not the new norm for Utah. And Kyle Whittingham's not going to be there forever. And history would show they're not just going to replace Kyle Whittingham with some other great coach. Yeah, on my show Cougar Sports Saturday with Mitch Harper, we cover BYU. We talk about this a lot, but nobody has come close to matching Lavelle Edwards for BYU when he left. And Whittingham is the Lavelle Edwards of Utah football. When he leaves, there will be a dip. That's just the way it goes in college football. It happened for Alabama. It happened for BYU. It's going to happen to Utah. Utah is not going to be as good into the future as they are right now. They are the best they have ever been and the best they're going to be for quite some time. That's the fact. If I were a betting man and, and Utah goes to the Big 12, I would say they play in maybe one or two Big 12 championship games in the next 10 years. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I feel like I'm right in this case. So it's honestly better for Utah to stay in the Pac-12. Take a little bit less money. You're competing with Oregon and Washington. You have a much better chance in a 12-team league of being the perennial dog than you do in a 16-team league with TCU, Oklahoma State, Baylor, BYU, UCF, which is on the rise. Like, they just have it. Utah has a much better, not just Utah. The same can literally be said about Oregon and Washington. Oregon and Washington go to the Big Ten. Have fun being mediocre. Have fun never seeing the playoff. Because the odds of them winning 9 or 10 games on a consistent basis in those leagues is slim to none. But Oregon and Washington, the state where they're at, they take some less money. Maybe you can hit some, uh, some, some of these subscriber tiers by bringing in some lucrative markets that may want to pay. Look, Vegas is a great market. Is it going to pay the subscription to watch UNLV? Probably not. But if UNLV is given the resources, could they flip it? I don't know. It's not unreasonable. They did it in hoops once upon a time in the Tark years. I wouldn't bet on it happening, but it is not out of the realm of possibility. I just I feel like the smart thing here is to take a little humble pie, realize our commissioners have been very poor, they haven't done what they needed to do to keep us stable. And there's been some things out of the commissioner's control. The streaming situation. What the Big Ten, what the SEC got, it's not real life. And I don't think those are going to be the deals they get the next time around either. Realize that things have changed in the media markets. That's the way it is. And take that Apple TV deal and represent the West Coast. Get teams into the playoff every single year. I mean, it's going to be a battle between Utah, Oregon, and Washington nearly every year to go to the playoff. Does that sound great? Even though you're making less money, your football programs are going to be vibrant. They're going to be much better. In the case of Utah, they will have a much greater chance of continuing this plateau that they're on right now in the Pac-12 
than they would ever have in the Big 12. Again, this notion that they're going to show up in the Big 12 and run the show and be doing exactly what they're doing right now. It's pie in the sky. It's not real life. Look at the history of your program and look at the history of other programs. As soon as Whittingham is out, it's over for Utah. That's, that's, that's the way it's going to be. That could be in three years. That could be in five. Who knows? If I were him, I'd retire after this year. Everything that's going on in college football, I don't want to deal with this. But I just, part of me just can't believe we're even in this position with college football. It is such a bummer that this is happening and that there's some really good schools in the Pac-12 that are potentially going to be left out to dry. Oregon State and Washington State, gosh, I would be begging other schools to take that Apple TV deal. Because if you don't, it's over. It is done. So... That's my thoughts. I hope the Big Ten doesn't add Oregon and Washington. If they do, they're getting less money. Why would you want to go to a league where you're getting less money than the people you're competing with? Like, how it, how are you going to compete with people in your own league if you're making half the money? Even though it's good money and it's comparable or even better than what you've been getting, how does that matter when what you're competing with week in and week out is double the amount of money? I just... It doesn't make a lot of sense. The only reason teams are going to leave is because they're going to get more money, but it doesn't help their actual teams be better teams. They might have better facilities. They might have better locker rooms, but their teams are going to win less. So stay in the Pac-10 or the Pac-12, figure it out, and let's all enjoy a little sliver of what we all know college football to be. Because if this all changes as drastically as we think it's going to, then college football as we know it is over. It might already be over, but I'm really rooting for the Pac-10, Pac-12 to stay together, figure it out, take the deal for a short-term period of time, and let's see what happens in 2030. Let's see. Things change so rapidly in today's society. Who knows? Maybe there's more money on the table. Maybe there's not. But you'll be getting to the college football playoff, and maybe that money can help offset the money lost. There's a lot of variables in play. I just, I'm rooting for the Pac 12 to keep it together, and that's what I want to happen. But I think later in the week, when I do another recap podcast on what actually has happened, I think that the Big 12 will be the Big 16, and that the Pac 12 is done, and that. Oregon and Washington are off to the Big Ten, and everyone else is merging with the Mountain West, and it's a bummer. I don't love it. I miss I miss the history. I miss the pageantry. I miss the rivalry. I, I guess that is the one positive here in the state of Utah is if Utah does join, then the rivalry has meaning again. It's on equal footing. That could be kind of fun. You could talk me into that maybe. I, I don't know. I kind of want to see Utah keep doing their own thing in the pack. BYU, what can they do on their own in the Big 12? That's what I am rooting for. That's what I want to see. But we'll see. We're, we're hours, I mean, we're days, mere hours away from knowing what this next wave of college football is going to look like. And I'm sure I'll give my thoughts if it's not here over on Cougar Sports Saturday on KSL News Radio with Mitch Harper. So. 
there you go. There's my thoughts on uh, where we currently sit in college football right now. Thanks for listening to the pod, guys. Appreciate it. Subscribe if you like my stuff or uh, if you're a friend or, you know, whatever. Appreciate the subs. Appreciate you for listening. And we'll uh, catch up next time. Thanks. Thanks.